This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. It's Pat and Stu. Of course, Stu. Uh, Where'd he go? See the empty chair there. Uh, he couldn't quite make the trip from radio, which is I mean, all fall? the way over there, to television, which is all the way over here. I think huh. he's fallen and he can't get up. And uh, we're calling That's life alert right now. He's Somebody pushing that look button. For him. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to. He actually had something to do real quick. He should be back here in a couple of seconds. Um, but uh, we've got a lot of agonizing things to start today. Um, of course, the horrible tragedy has to be taken has to be taken advantage of because you never let a good crisis go to waste, and this was quite a crisis that happened in front of the uh, entire community of Roanoke, in, in front of the entire country, and in front of the entire world, where two people from the television station got shot on live television. Uh, actually, three people got shot; one of them survived. Uh, so we don't want to forget the person who got shot in the back who was being interviewed. Um, and nobody, because the left has nothing here. They don't have, like, a conservative white kook to blame. Uh, they don't, uh, the, this guy is, is a black homosexual, apparently. Um, so they've got to uh, obviously go to gun control, which they like to do anyway. Uh, and, and this time, the victim's family is involved. Uh, the father was talking about the NRA yesterday. It, it's, it's senseless that her life and Adam's life were taken by a crazy person with a gun. And, you know, I, I, if I have to be the John Walsh of gun control and, oh, you know, I, look, I'm for the Second Amendment, but there are has you? to be a but. way to force politicians that are mm-hmm. cowards and in the pockets of the NRA to come to grips and and make sense have, have sensible laws so that crazy people can't get guns it can't be that hard and yet really? politicians from the local level to the state level mm-hmm. to the to the national level they sidestep the issue they kick the can down the road do they this can't happen anymore oh geez here we go this is going to be bad um 
it, it can't be hard to make sure that nobody who is disturbed gets a gun and have the Second Amendment. That can't be hard. Well, listen, I'm really? all for the Second Amendment. Oh, he's Amendment. all for the Second Amendment. But... Uh, don't get him wrong, because everybody's for the... Barack Obama's for the Absolutely. Second Amendment. Just the common sense reform. Jeez, I, I, I can't take it. I mean, I can't take it. So the crazy people are going to follow every law uh, except, except the murder. So they're, they're willing to commit the murder, but they're not willing to break any gun laws. That's why you see absolutely no murder in Chicago. Not one. There's, there's no killings in Chicago. There's no killings in Baltimore. There are uh, no killings in uh, uh, any of these states and cities where they have incredible gun control laws. The stiffest in the nation. Um, New Orleans is almost perfect. It's almost perfect. It's a perfect place to live. Uh, it's Newark, New Jersey. Newark, New Jersey. Oh my gosh, it's a big one. Uh, New Jersey has really tight gun laws, and that's what makes Newark so wonderful. Camden nope. as well, by the way. We should put both of those in the same category. I don't think there's ever been a gun murder in New York City. Oh no, no, no. Where you can't get a gun. In the city? No, no, not New York no. City. Well, it's an right? island that right. has tough gun control laws. So how could anybody ever get any guns on, onto mean, Manhattan? This is such an agonizing. <laughs> issue and this guy oh, is, yeah, is going to be a is going to be bad news yep. he's going to be bad well it's rough i mean i feel really ter- i mean oh, I, yes, I was thinking about of course this, I, I was listening to uh, i was at lunch yesterday listening to his facebook statement being read on the mm-hmm. air and here's a guy who woke up in the morning right with this incredibly promising mm-hmm. awesome daughter and midday is writing essentially her eulogy on facebook Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even imagine how horrible that is. Uh, and it's so, I, you know. I can't either, but I frankly yeah. don't want to lose our freedom because of his grief. No, of and, co- and no, 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 of I'm course not. I'm sick of, of that whole thing where, where these people who, and there's few of them. I mean, there's not that many. Uh, I think there was one guy in Sandy Hook that was like that. Uh, yeah. But as a rule, what I've seen is a lot of people, like the Columbine father, who still speaks out and says, look, it's not about the guns. It's not about the guns. Yeah. So leave the Second Amendment out of it. Leave the guns out of it. Yeah. Let's this, take care of the criminals. This is a weird thing to say, but it's actually our responsibility as a society, which is we have to have the principle and mm. the internal fortitude to ignore the emotion of the situation. Right, that's right. Every single time one of these things happen, and Peter King from uh, Sports Illustrated was out there last night. <laughs> what did we do after uh, uh, Sandy Hook? Nothing. We don't care about murder. Blah, blah, blah. It, that's just <laughs> horse crap. Yeah. It's just a pile of horse crap. Of course we care about murder. That's why we made it illegal. <laughs> There's a reason we've taken the step to make murder illegal already. We it's no one there's no state that legalizes it. And it's this, you know, it's you have this guy coming out and saying, "Well, you know, uh, everyone's owned by the NRA." What a and again, it's just a horse crap argument. People aren't mm-hmm. owned by the NRA. The NRA it, cannot vote. They have no voting rights at all. Do they have some political power? Yes, they're an organization that that I think does a good job in of you know fighting for gun rights. However, you know, like these, all, all you have to do is vote in the guy, the people. Just have to vote in the people who don't like the NRA. Mm-hmm. There's every single there's uh, half of the country, half of the Congress, half of the Senate, all of them can't stand the NRA. 
So you take half of those people, and instead of getting 50% of those people uh, in office, you get 60%, and you get all the stupid laws you want. It's, it's an infuriating thing, this dumb argument. And look, I, you have to, to me, and I know this doesn't feel good today, but it's like you have to excuse at some level this guy making arguments that are stupid. Except that uh, it's going to create this firestorm. Except that it's it's going yeah. to uh, push this gun control. But that's thing not down us. It's not again. on him. And like I, I, this guy could come out and say, "What we need to do is make contact with alien ships tomorrow." And honestly, I'd be like, eh, "Well, I mean, this is sad." You know, it, it, we can't be. In, it's on us to mm -hmm. not be influenced by a guy, a grieving father who's emotional. It of is, course he's emotional. Though. Of course he wants to change things. Right. Of course he feels terrible and wants to do something and feel that his daughter didn't die in vain. I, I understand that emotion. I understand, you know, that feeling. However, to take away legal gun, writer, uh, gun owners' rights uh, as a response to one terrible person that none of these laws would have stopped from getting a gun. The guy mm -hmm. passed a background check, all indications. The guy didn't have a mental health history. He said in his suicide wrote, note that he, that he was uh, a powder keg. But other than suing for racism, something all the people that want to ban guns would have supported him in, mm -hmm. that's the only thing really in his history so far that we can see that really threw him off. Yes, did he, was he, did he have issues at work? Sure, but people have issues at work all the time. Is there an, is there a, look at this guy. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, look at him. Uh, look at him. Look at him. Just look at him. I mean, he's look at, him. look at this you guy. You tell me. He's disgusting. I mean, look, at him. look at that. Look at him. Ew. Any day. Any day this could happen Just here. Ew. I mean, look Remember at that. Look at <laughs> no, but I mean, it is one of those situations that what do you do? Every guy I, who has yeah. an issue at work can't buy guns. Is there anyone who's proposed that law? Because if anyone's proposed that law, I've never heard it before. The only thing that, that they would Someone say. Someone will, but they'll be for the Second Amendment. Right. For the Second I, Amendment. I just, I, yeah, but I'm for the Second Amendment. I'm just, I just want to get the hands, the guns out of the hands of the people of this country. Right. But I'm for this. I love the <laughs> yeah. Second Amendment. I love it as much as the next guy. I just hate the guts of the NRA and everybody who supports them. But I love the Second Amendment, man. The Second Amendment is, I almost wrote the Second Amendment. <laughs> Again, it's just a BS argument. It's, of, it's, it's a way to make yourself not look anti-gun. Yeah. I'm for the Second Amendment, except for the fact for everything that it stands for. Exactly. If it just didn't stand for everything, I'd be 100% behind it. But the fact that it stands for something I don't like, is I'm just going to fight for it to be hollow. If I'm the Second Amendment mean didn't have anything to do with guns, I'd, I'd be, be even more it. in love with I mean, it. That is essentially what they're saying. Mm -hmm. What gun control law are you proposing? I heard again, you know, again, uh, Peter King was pissing me off last night from uh, from uh, Sports Illustrated Monday, Monday morning quarterback. And he's he's you know far left. He's one of these you know I want to ban uh, Reds, the Redskins name and all that other nonsense. So mm -hmm. I mean I, you know it's not a surprise. He does this every single time someone gets shot. But it's like it's this constant thing. Well, we need to do something. What? What mm -hmm. is it that you want to do? Do you want to ban every freaking handgun? Because that's because you can't do that. Okay, that's off the table unless you get a constitutional amendment. So, mm -hmm. tr if you want that, then advocate for a constitutional amendment and and don't act like you're trying to come up with this common sense law. Nothing would have stopped this guy. The guy decided to lose his mind, and you can't take away all of people's rights because you think they might be bad before they've done anything wrong. It's, it's innocent until proven guilty. You don't lose your constitutional rights when people think you're kind of irritating. If that were true, Jeffy would just be in prison. He would just be thrown into prison. 
and everyone would just forget about him. Mm -hmm. You don't lose those rights. You get to continue to have free speech. You get to continue to not have soldiers quartered at your house. You get to continue to not be a slave. You get to continue to pay wonderful income tax. All of those glorious constitutional rights are there. You don't lose them because you have a couple of battles at work with management. That's not the way that works. In fact, it's the exact opposite. We should uh, take a look at another uh, gun rent supporter, Barack Obama, and his comments That's yesterday. Really good, yeah. Because, oh, oh man, he's all rents. about the Second Amendment, too. Oh, this, this guy, loves, this guy loves the Second Amendment. Yes, yeah, I'm sure this is the compelling argument that's going to sway us. It breaks my heart every time you read about or hear about uh, these kinds of incidents. What we know is that uh, the number of people who die from uh, gun-related uh, incidents around this country uh, dwarfs any deaths that happen through terrorism. Almost, <laughs> I mean... So, so, almost all of those deaths happen in areas where you have the gun laws that you're supposedly proposing right. everywhere else. Yeah, it, it, this guy is from Chicago. Mm. He's got a lot of freaking nerve yep. to talk about uh, gun laws when they've got the most stringent gun laws in the nation and they've got a bloodbath every weekend in that, in that stupid city. I, I, the unmitigated goal, why can't anybody call him on that? You know, you've got the toughest gun legislation maybe in the entire nation, in Chicago. And look at, the, you know, you got 10, 15, 20 people a weekend dying yeah. in Chicago by guns. To show you how ridiculous it is, Barack Obama doesn't even have the balls to propose the gun laws they have in Chicago. <clears throat> They're right. that stringent. Right. He doesn't, even when he comes out and he's Mr. I hate guns, those laws are far to the right of what Chicago has. He doesn't even have the balls to propose those laws because he mm. knows how much they'd be rejected by the rest of the country. And even in a situation where those laws already exist to the point that they were ruled unconstitutional, there's still mass murder at a scale not seen anywhere else in the country. Why? Because those laws aren't effective. Yep. They're not laws that work. Because you're not addressing the problem. And, yeah. and the uh, problem is a, is a sick society and a sick group of people who uh, have lost their values. I mean, it, and at some level, it's just a problem of numbers. You've got 330 million people in this country. Occasionally, someone's going to go off their rocker. Mm -hmm. It just freaking happens. Oh, it doesn't happen in China. It, it does happen it in China. Happen in it, China. It, it, it doesn't happen in it Iran. Does happen. It doesn't happen in it China. It does happen in no, Iran. It, it does happen yeah. in... We went through the, the mass shooting stats uh, per capita, not... You gotta you gotta put it out over the population, but we did this mm -hmm. in uh, with with countries like Norway have worse numbers than the United States. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just an idiotic argument. It it drives me out of my mind. Uh, Governor uh, McAuliffe was quick to link the uh, news crew's attack to gun control efforts. Uh, here's what he had to say. Governor, why are, why are the guns continuing to get into the hands of people who shouldn't have them? Well, you know, I've continually raised this issue. Twice I have brought legislation before the General Assembly. Twice I've asked that we have background checks. Uh, twice now they have rejected uh, background checks in the Commonwealth. As you know, this year out of the General Assembly, I had to veto a piece of legislation that allowed individuals to buy machine guns in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I had to veto another piece of legislation that allowed folks to carry loaded shotguns in their cars. Now, that's a tragedy. In your car. Sure. I, I, I carry a loaded shotgun in your car. 
You don't want a cure to have a shotgun in it if it's loaded, because that cure could be shot by the shotgun in the cure. In the cure. What is that accent? Is that an accent? I don't know what is that, that is. Or is he just a cartoon just, character? I, I, I can't take it. I can't. Again, and again, machine guns. Machine guns are, are are covered under an automatic weapon span that goes back almost a century. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know if maybe in the uh, in the in the Commonwealth Legislature they tried to they tried to legalize machine guns and he had to veto that. I I don't. Know. My guess is that's happened, a uh, spurious, uh, nonsensical translation of. I don't. I have to be honest. I don't know the specific. Yeah, I don't either. About. So maybe maybe either. there was a big push. And by the to way, get machine guns. I, I've never seen a gun rights organization, by the way, fight for machine gun rights. Uh, I will also say we have background checks. I went through one when I bought my gun in Texas. Yeah. We have background checks. So what do you want? What do you want? You want the three-day waiting period? You want the ten-day waiting period? Nutballs can wait three days or ten days too. I I, I don't I don't yeah. understand this guy did. how this he is. He put a deposit down on the gun. He didn't even buy it that day. He put a deposit down on the gun two days after Chattanooga, according to his record. I don't know that they've actually confirmed that, but that's what he wrote. Mm. I mean, assuming that's true, and he was telling the truth. Again, this is not something where he sat there and had this angry moment where he went out and shot people. He just, he wanted his revenge. He plotted mm. it over a long period of time. He was fueled by people who said uh, that black lives matter. And he even talks about that type of thing. He wanted a race war. He wanted to fuel the racial conflict that this president encourages all the time. Nobody's talking about that. He wrote that. Mm. Not me. It's not my guess. It's what he wanted. And we're sitting here we're arguing back and forth about gun laws that wouldn't even cover what he did. I mean, buying a hand, you're not, again, this is what they want. What they want, of course, is all handguns and all guns to be banned. But they have to say that they're for the Second Amendment. So, I mean, what do they want? They're going to sit here and just try to peck away at the gun laws because what they actually desire in the end is to get rid of all of them. And, you know, and we could, uh, it's you know, so it's obvious. And these, every single time we have this emotional case, you have this case where you put on a father who's grieving his daughter, and you play, and you try to profit politically off the death of a kid. I mean, kid, 24 years old, but a, a, somebody's kid. It's so incredibly despicable that a society does this over and over and over and over again. I mean, every one of these people should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. Just for the, you know, it's not, look, you want to have the guy on, fine. Uh, you know, I understand that he's in the middle of a terrible tragedy. But to act as if the rest of society should act because he's having a terrible, terrible uh, uh, incident of grief <clears throat> and then trying to use the death of his daughter to, uh, pro to profit politically with your agenda, is, it's despicable. It's like, it's like putting the father of a uh, car accident, uh, uh, on uh, the father of a car accident victim, on on uh, national television and saying we need to get all cars off the streets right. or, or or I'm all for the automobile association but we've got to find some common sense ways to get a lot of these cars 20 mile off hour the streets How about that? look hey there's a lot more uh, automobile deaths than there are deaths by gun violence yeah. a hell of a lot more so maybe we should get the cars off the road too let's do a three day waiting period before you can uh, and a background check before you can buy a car yeah. I mean it, and the it's reason so they don't, stupid the reason they don't do that is this 
it's not their agenda. Their yeah, agenda it's is not. To, I mean, it is to get cars off. <laughs> I guess it is kind of their agenda in a roundabout sort of way, but they're not that ridiculous with it yet. You know, the other thing that's interesting here, and I mentioned at the top, is that normally when you've got the writings like they have from this guy, mm -hmm. well, they'd be all about. over the place. They they'd, they'd be talking about, if this was a right-wing white guy, mm -hmm. and they had oh. this kind of evidence talking about blacks, and talking about other murders that have spurred him and other people that have contributed to his insanity, oh, that's all they'd be talking about. But because he's a black homosexual, they can't go anywhere near that. No. The only thing they have right now is the gun control thing, so they're going to hit that hard. They're going to push that right down our throats. Right. Well, they're going to try. I mean, I, and usually the, the <sighs> American people have Man. been pretty good at resisting that. Yeah, uh, that and I push. hope we continue. I hope they do, too. They but again, really like, do. It, it doesn't mean... Just like it doesn't mean if a Tea Party guy or some guy who likes low taxes attacks somebody, it doesn't mean that low taxes are responsible. It doesn't mean that black people or gay people are more likely to murder people. But if you're going to cover it one way when you think it's tied to somebody who's right wing, you should be covering it the same exactly way in right. the situation. Yes. And we'll cover it the same way, which is to say that it's, it's one individual's responsibility. Yeah. Every one of these cases, just because this guy's black and he's gay and he seems to be a left winger, does not mean that we're going to say it's anybody else's fault. It just means that, you know, if you're going to, in the media, cover it that way every other time, you need to cover it that way this time. And they never do. Yeah. No. I heard Chris, Chris Salcedo today, who broadcasts on Blaze Radio, uh, on Saturdays for us, uh, mentioned that I hope that uh, maybe we don't find an old picture of this of Vester with a gay pride flag, because we might have to take all those gay pride flags down. <laughs> That's oh. a great point. That's nice. I like that. I like that. That's a really interesting point. Yeah, it is. Interesting yes, to see yes, if it that is. happened. Triple eight seven two seven back. Well, right now you can get a seventy-two hour emergency food supply for only ten dollars. This is one of the most amazing deals. We've ever offered from any client uh, at any time in my entire career. I've never seen anything like it. Call 800-478-8061. It's a great way to get your foot in the door. Let, let's say you haven't, like Stu used to, you know, you, your food supply was duck sauce. Um, soy. soy. Or, or, and soy. soy um, this is Sugar a way peeps. for you to get started on a three-day supply. It is. Uh, and, uh, you know, look, we, we're talking about it today. Uh, sometimes freedoms are at risk. You yep. don't know the way. Society turns on big events, and you can't always predict them, which is why you prepare for what could, is the unforeseen. Um, having three days of food is a really basic way to do that, and it can get you in the door, get you started in case something goes wrong. It doesn't have to be some huge thing. It could be a hurricane, a natural disaster of some sort, an earthquake, depending on where mm -hmm. you are in the country. You face those things. Well, you know, uh, why not be prepared? For 10 bucks? why not take the step? They're, in fact, they're going to even send it to you for free. They're only going to bring this uh, price back for a short time, so don't miss out. If you call in the next 12 hours, they're going to add free shipping to your order. Get your 72-hour kit for only 10 bucks, including shipping. Just call 800-478-8061. That's 800-478-8061. It's my Patriot Supply, not just food. It's freedom. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. And then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 
to 50% on washer and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, I I can't. I mean I I don't know if I could get through this gun control stuff. I uh, you got Hillary tweeting about it. Uh, heartbroken and angry. We must act to stop gun violence, and we cannot wait any longer. Praying for the victims' families in Virginia. <laughs> H. I wish I could remember who it was on Twitter who analyzed this tweet. If you can keep it on the screen, she leads with how she feels about it. Mm-hmm. Then she goes into her agenda, and I had the families. And then, oh, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll pray for them, too. It's such a great point of how she acts. It it's great. about her, it's about her agenda, and yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the hell is up with you. Uh, whatever, I got it. Yeah, yep. you guys, you people, you families, or whatever you are. You, too. Mm. Wow, wonderful. That's, that's so typical. Yeah, it's Pier- so typical. Piers Morgan, who apparently... Ah! Uh, I guess still deport still Piers Morgan. Still around. Deport <laughs> Piers Morgan. Deport Piers Morgan. <laughs> he have, apparently hates our country, hates our laws, has no respect for any of us. Um, uh, is he even here, though? I mean, I, I think is so. He in the country, still? I think or he is. is. He from if abroad? he is, get him out. <laughs> deport Piers Morgan. <laughs> Don't allow him back. <laughs> here's uh, here's his first tweet. Uh, this is so disgusting. And he yelled it because it's a it's on it's all in capital caps. letters. Yeah, so you know he yelled. Enough, America! For God's sake, do something about guns. And then again, you know, oh yeah, and the afterthought, rest in peace, Allison Park. <laughs> That's the same thing <laughs> again. How I feel? Let's go Here's my g- agenda. Yeah. Oh yeah, victims. Right. <laughs> it's the same pattern. Pathetic. Um, do something. Isn't that always something. what they say? Do, do what? Do what? Do what? Do what? We've got a U.S. Constitution. Everybody says they support. What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? We've already got gun laws. We have gun control. We do control guns. We do it. We have background checks. We have waiting periods in some states. There, I mean, what do you want? What do you want? Mm-hmm. We've got stiff control in cities where we've got massacres all the time. Every weekend in Chicago, in Baltimore, in D.C. And yet, and yet they still call for doing something. We have done something. Yeah. What do you want? Why don't you get to the root of the problem? Why don't we fix the families? Why don't we fix our values? Why don't, why don't we start uh, supporting life? You know, you, we, we got this culture of death where they don't give a rat's ass about the murder of 55 million babies. They couldn't care less about that. That's, what That's I love a choice. Let's say, let's say you ban guns completely. And all murder went away because of it, which, of course, we all know is absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. And you take that policy we give to the left. Okay? Mm-hmm. We just give it to them. All right. Then, in exchange for that, though, we get uh, a pro-life policy where there's no more abortions. What would the population of this society be? Uh, it'd higher. be a much higher by millions. Mm-hmm. Uh, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. Now, look, you don't. that's not the way you trade. Obviously, this is a ridiculous example. But the bottom line is... The things that they fight for are so insignificant in the grand scheme of life. Yeah. Um, w- w- you would have a minor difference, maybe, and it's, that has not been shown to be consistent around the country when it comes to gun control or uh, banning certain types of weapons. 
Um, I mean, there's been basically no, like they did the assault weapons ban and found basically no results out of that. No mm -hmm. up or down, nothing. Basically did nothing. Um, so, uh, and it's gone. And, and, and we've, the only thing we've seen is a, a massive opening up of gun control policies, in fact, making it much easier to get guns over the past 20 years. And what you've seen in that period is a cut by about 50% in the murder rate. You just don't get things that are that clear to disprove a point. Usually in our society, there's this tough thing where I got to say, well, yeah, but you got to take this into account. You got to take this into account. The murder rate has dropped by half, and we've had an opening up, an ease of uh, accessibility to guns in that period. Mm -hmm. It's just impossible to argue the opposite. It's just stupid. People like Piers Morgan are just stupid, period. In New York City, uh, at, at the peak, um, th there were, I don't know, uh, 2,700 murders, uh, most of those by guns. Uh, and now they're down into the, I mean, it's still too many, but it's six or 700 a year. I, I, it's just so clear how the uh, how the murder rate has dropped over dropped. over that period of time that you're talking about, and it's all over the country. Yeah, it's it's across the board now because of what they're doing to the police. The rates of violent crimes are starting to go back up, but that's because of what they're doing to the cops right now. Right, and and still they're still low, uh, still much lower than they were in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and again, like you look at places where laws are incredibly uh, open for guns, places like New Hampshire. Does New Hampshire have a high murder rate? I mean, the answer to that is no. You have situ mm. situations where cities run by liberals with extreme, uh, extremely restrictive access to guns have the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is it's not it's not a conservative issue. It's just blatantly obvious. It is. And now that doesn't mean that, like, you, you know, any murder where you have, yeah, of course, we all want to stop all of them. But the, the dumb crap you're proposing makes no difference. And I'm sick of arguing it after every one of these things. I it's am just too. silly. And it's just this constant effort to take advantage of emotion. And what you're trying to do is build your political case off the dead bodies of people who've been it's, murdered. It's despicable. It's, it's the most offensive thing that happens in our society. Yeah. And Piers Morgan uh, showed us more of this d despicability uh, with these tweets. Uh, here's one that says, No, America, don't shirk from posting this message. It sums up your appalling, senseless gun culture. Do something. Yeah, and I don't have a. I don't necessarily have a problem with the idea of not of the image being posted. I, I don't. I don't either. I don't think. But again, it, it doesn't. What do you mean a gun culture? One person with one gun. That. I mean, again, if you want to see the image, the thing, and, and you know, I'm not on board with this, but the thing that brings to mind is a video game. It looks like a video game. I mean, I, that does not mean mm -hmm. I, I by no means uh, support uh, restricting video games, but still, like. If you're going to do that and you're going to talk about the culture, the, the culture that it signified mostly was probably a picture of a video game. I, I know we're going to hear that argument, too, coming forward. But still, it's like Piers Morgan just, again, it's just his desperate plea to get this agenda down everybody's throat. It's already cost him his career. Mm -hmm. And now he continues to still do it when every piece sure of evidence does. shows that it it's not wouldn't be effective even if it occurred. Cost him his career. I mean, he is right now uh, the U.S. editor-at-large for Mail Online. <laughs> Wait, what? 
He's caused the, him his he's career. The one, he's the one. <laughs> he's the U.S. editor at large for Mail Online. So Mail Online. M A L E. Yes, M A I M A I L. Okay. All right. Dudes Online. It's one of Jeffy's sites. No, I don't want him working for my Neither would I. Here's his final tweet. America does nothing about these insensitive, horrific shootings. Absolutely nothing. It's a disgrace. Why don't enough Americans care? I mean, like, what a BS. I want to just say the word. I'm so frustrated by I know. this. But it's like, what a BS argument. Look, we care. We all care. We don't think what you say will work. Mm -hmm. We don't think it. Because we've seen a drop in crime rates while we've liberalized gun laws, not made them more restrictive. And plenty of people have told him that, too, and he still continues. He just doesn't care. He doesn't care. It doesn't care. It's just this tirade where he thinks that uh, England has set the example for us and we're supposed to follow it. Well, that's why we left your crap hole country in the first place. <laughs> yeah, okay? I mean, I remember watching Deport footage. Piers Morgan, deport him. Mm. I remember watching footage uh, in Great Britain mm -hmm. of a bunch of military officers being stabbed in the street by Islamic extremists. Right. You remember watching that footage? What sure does that do. say about your culture? That you hate the military? Mm -hmm. That Islamic extremism mm -hmm. is running over your country? When we see people in the Middle East who are on their knees being decapitated because they have no way to defend themselves... What does that tell you about the right to defend yourself? That tells me something powerful about the culture of being able to stand up for your own right to live. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem to connect to Piers Morgan. And, of course, you know, he's sitting, you know, he's got a lot of money. He's probably got security. He's probably got, uh, you know, uh, bodyguards when he goes into situations where he thinks he's in danger. That stuff happens, and, 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 but that's not the way it works for an average person. For a couple hundred bucks, they can have a weapon that can defend themselves, and they should have the right to have it. And you know what? Be in retrospect, we can all say this guy shouldn't have had a gun, but there's no necessarily no indication uh, that should have stopped him. None of these laws would have prevented this tragedy. And that's what's so incredible. At no time, with any of these incidents, can they ever tell us that the laws they're proposing would have stopped it? Doesn't that tell you it's BS? Can't a, wouldn't there occasionally be a story that what the laws, you know what, this would have stopped this one. This one would have been stopped because of this. All they say is, look, no law is going to prevent all violence. We will not become a bunch of people that sit around in drum circles and kiss, kiss and hug each other and sing kumbaya all the time by this one law. But we know it will work on pretty much everything. You can't ever name a law that would have stopped one of these incidents. They never could name them. Every time one of these incidents happens, we say, well, what, what law are you proposing that would have prevented that? And they never have an answer to it, ever. Because there isn't one. Because there isn't one. Deport Piers Morgan. <clears throat> More patents too coming up. Wait, how did we get to that again? Because it's, uh, it's time. Wait, well. <clears throat> Why don't you care, America? Deport Piers Morgan. <laughs> this is a disgrace that we haven't done this yet. It's uh, Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. We're talking about this latest uh, Quinnipiac poll. 
Uh, Quinnipiac's become really uh, pretty prominent in the world of polling. It is really they? interesting. They are one of the better polling uh, outfits, and yeah. they are just this little little, little tiny college little... in Hamden, Connecticut. Yeah, uh, which that is right no down the road. one had ever heard of yeah. until they started doing these polls. Yeah, it really is something to get you on the map once you you get going. Um, and you know, it's interesting. Uh, Quinnipiac is a, is a good pollster. We kind of talked about predicting um, that Donald Trump would get a bump with the with the economy and the, with mm -hmm. the China thing happening. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't know whether that's the case here, um, but, he, you know, he's within the margin of error of where he's been for the past few weeks. He has not necessarily cracked. Uh, he has not exploded, but he has not gone away. No, and, uh, he's at 28 percent now, which yep. is his highest. Uh, highest number so far. In the Quinnipiac poll. And it's the widest margin, apparently, of any mm -hmm. Republican so far. So yep. he's, he's up at 28. Number two is Ben Carson at 12. So he's 16 points ahead of number two. It's fertile ground if you have Jeez. one of these other guys, though. I mean, look, you know, again, you know, look, the Trump supporters are never going to agree with us, but it's like I still highly believe uh, that Trump and, you know, honestly, I think Carson, too, probably neither one of those are going to win the election. Yeah. And if that's true, again, I'm, you know, it's just yeah. my prediction, but if that's true, you got 40% of the electorate up for grabs right here mm -hmm. for any of these other guys yeah. uh, or ladies. Um, so you've got, a, 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 like, you know, if you're a Ted Cruz person, both Trump and Carson are, you think those uh, those groups are likely to kind of go towards Cruz. They're not going to Jeb Bush, right? And neither one of those two audiences are going to Jeb Bush. So maybe a guy like Cruz or a guy like Walker or a guy like Rand Paul or a guy like uh, uh, Marco Rubio, um, among others, have a chance of grabbing a, a bunch of those votes if these guys do go away. About five weeks ago, Scott Walker was in the lead. Scott Walker is nowhere to be found right now, at least in this Quinnipiac poll. Right, but this is, this is why it's hard to take anything out of these polls. Yeah. People were it, looking it is, at Walker but... as the most likely guy to win just three weeks ago. Yeah. You know, and now all of a sudden he's nowhere and over. I mean, neither one of those is true. But right now we have uh, Trump at 28, Ben Carson 12, seven each for Jeb Bush, Ted Cruz, and Marco Rubio. Uh, and for the for the Democrats, Clinton has dropped from 55 to 45 percent uh, nationally. Sanders is at 22 percent, and Biden is all the way up to 18 percent. Now that's by far the highest number I've seen for him because everybody's starting to talk about him. And apparently, he's getting serious about considering this, and you go back and forth on whether or not he's leaning toward running or not. Um, but then they asked, "What is the first word that comes to mind when you think of Hillary Clinton?" <laughs> this is pretty interesting. First word that came to mind when uh, Hillary Clinton was mentioned, the number one word, liar. Mm. <laughs> 178 people said liar. Uh, number two, dishonest. Which is also, by the way, liar. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and so is untrustworthy. Untrustworthy. Uh, also liar. <laughs> Experience. The first positive word is fourth at 82. Strong, 59. Bill. <laughs> wow. So when you say with Hillary, you think Bill. Kind of makes sense. Woman, uh, then smart, crook, untruthful, which also seems to fit in with liar, liar. Uh, dishonest, and untrustworthy. Criminal, and of course, deceitful. Deceitful, which also goes along with liar, dishonest, and untrustworthy. Wow. Wow. Uh, by the way, the, it, you could look at that list, and, and liar is it's interesting to see how much of that is essentially liar. Yeah. The two most important things in there, though, are bill and woman. If it was not for those two things, there's absolutely no chance she would even be running for That's president. Right. That's right. Um, it, 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 either one yeah. of those going away, and she's not even a candidate.
Mm -hmm. She's not even a candidate. This is how bad she is. She's a terrible, terrible politician. She's awful at these speeches. If she was not married to a president and a female, she would have zero chance. It has nothing to do with her qualifications, nothing to do with her policies. It is all tied up into those two things. And is that, can that work? I mean, we're going to see. It probably can in this society, honestly. And Do we think this honest, list probably is probably enough? We think that we believe this list because Cankles is not on this list, <laughs> and I'm a little—I I cannot believe that. Would you? Well, that I is cannot the word you would believe use. that. That is definitely the word Jeffy would use. <laughs> That is not possible. We've got to do a better job, Jeffy, of getting that word <laughs> out you. there in the minds of the people. <laughs> well, We've the got to do a better job. One of the big things I think is going on with that is that you keep saying cankles one day. Oh, yeah, Kanks, then kank. I know. I got it. And so you divided yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. what you did. I, I mean, my guess is because they think they only included people. The list list only goes to 18. So probably 17 people each said cankles, kanks, kank. and kank. kank. Yeah. You, know, you know what word should be there is winner. She's never <laughs> lost an election. That's what I keep Think hearing about it. That's what I keep hearing from people. She's never lost an election. What, is she two and two. Oh? 2 and oh. Is she two and oh? And both in so, a deep blue state after coming off being married to the president. I mean that's like I, I like to tell Jeffy that BYU's unbeaten against Missouri. <laughs> They're one and oh against them. <laughs> what year? In nineteen eighty three. Holiday Bowl. Another life. Twenty one seventeen. Steve mm. Young caught a touchdown pass to win that one. Just a little trivia for you there. There you go. Parties this weekend. <laughs> if uh, you haven't seen the video of that, I'm sure Pat will be happy to send it to you because I know you he sent it, it to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the first word that comes to mind when you think of Jeb Bush? Bush was number one. Wait, when, when you think of Jeb Bush, you think Bush? Well, yeah, that's his name. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, family, honest. Weak brother dynasty mm, experience dynasty. George Florida politician Republican moderate. Yeah, it's but, I mean if you look at those, I mean Bush, family, brother, and dynasty are all the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, and George. I mean, all of those yeah. things are just essentially yep. saying he's a dynasty, and it's the same thing with Clinton. It's where people just know him because of this, and all of that's why you can't necessarily say. That he is, uh, you know, the front runner, um, despite the fact that obviously number one, he's not ahead of the polls right at the moment. But you know, he has probably the best fundamentals. I mean, you look at him polling against uh, Clinton; uh, he he polls better than everybody else. Uh, we're looking at. Uh, I was looking at one. Uh, they had only tested four candidates. This is in. Um, I think it was. It was just one state. I want to say it was. I can't remember which state it was off the top of my head. It was a. It was a purple state. And uh, they tested four candidates versus Hillary Clinton. Um, Jeb Bush lost by, I think, two. Marco Rubio lost by four. I think Scott Walker lost by five. And Trump lost by 12. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. you, know, you see this kind of all over the place as far as the polls go. But, yeah. uh, you know, will, that, will people eventually start taking that seriously? If it holds like that and Trump keeps losing by more than everybody else... Uh, I think people will eventually start taking that seriously and, and Trump will start to fade. The other thing that's interesting about this is, to me, Jeb Bush is an automatic disqualifier because of everything you just saw in that, in that people saying right. Bush, family. I don't, they don't want a return to the George Bush era. Mm -hmm. But in some ways, Hillary Clinton offsets that. Hillary Clinton's almost the only person that Jeb Bush could run against and have a chance. Because you have that sort of, it's, it's dynasty versus dynasty. Everyone goes to their own teams. And who does better down the stretch? 
is kind of what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe if you have if you have an argument for Jeb Bush, you almost want Hillary Clinton to be the nominee. I wonder how Bush would. I bet Bush would do worse against Biden than he would against Clinton. Probably. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but it's just a, a guess. Uh, and then finally, what what's the first word that comes to mind when you think of Donald Trump? What would you say it would be? Arrogant. If, yeah, that's because uh, you saw the you well, saw yeah. the, the graphic was already on the screen, so there was, no, <laughs> there was no drop. Not a lot of suspense. No, there was there. no. Uh, arrogant <laughs> is uh, number one. Uh, blowhard, number <laughs> two. Idiot, third. <laughs> businessman, then clown, honest, ego. Ego is kind of fits in with arrogant. Mm-hmm. Money, outspoken, crazy, rich, and showman. Uh, not a lot of positives there, frankly, when you think about cool. Donald Trump. I guess businessman would be considered an honest and outspoken. I just spent about five seconds looking at this and going, why are they calling him a snowman? It was showman. Uh, yeah. I was just read it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Am I missing out on a joke on Donald Trump? Is that me? Um, uh, but again, arrogant, blowhard, idiot, clown, ego. It's all mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. I mean, idiot is a little bit, a little, a, a, a tad Strong. different, but it's probably the one I would have picked. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven Beck more pens too coming up. Donald Trump, first word, hot wires. Oh wait, hot. That's more than one. That's wives. That's wives. Let's make it one word. Back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Megan Kelly apparently had uh, Jorge Ramos on last night, and uh, they were talking about the battles with Donald Trump. It's not unusual for a reporter to do what you did. I, I mean, that's clear. All the reporters have said all the time. However, into those, those however let me ask you this, because well, sure he, he clearly d- is not a fan of yours and of Univision's, but it appears to be mutual. Yours? So, yeah. in, right, so, well, so in, in his defense... <laughs> Why would he want to engage with you when you're, you know, you are on the record as, as calling him the most hateful, divisive figure running for president right now? Well, because what his words are dangerous and his ideas are extreme when it comes to immigration and when it comes Sorry, to freedom of the press. It doesn't matter if he doesn't like Wait, it. What? There are questions that need to be answered. Answer. And, and the problem is that he's asked. not used to being questioned. He I doesn't can't like take this guy. uncomfortable I've questions. I've heard enough. It happened I've heard enough. <laughs> I, you know, the, the, Megan's pandering to him. That happens all the time. Like, that was a totally appropriate exchange. Bull crap. Well, that I mean, was not appropriate. Reporters do, of course, try to jump in and get they their do, question in. But, but they, they don't continue to what? badger the guy right. when he's told you to sit down. Right. I'm, I didn't call on you. Right. And again, the disrespect here at some wow. level is to the other reporter that he did call on. Right. Yes. It was their turn to ask a question, and he stepped yeah. all over their turn. Not yeah. Trump. Trump because, was getting questions from the Because you anyway. think you're more important yep, exactly. than everybody else in the room because you're from Mexico or whatever the deal is. I, I don't know what his deal is, but I can't, I can't take him either. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, speaking of Trump, uh, we're making an effort now to get him uh, on the air. Uh, Glenn posted this Facebook uh, posting. Our office spoke to Donald Trump's office today and invited him on. He sent the message back that 
he doesn't deal with underlings. And then if I wanted to have him on, I'd have to call him myself. It just shows the unmitigated oh douchiness of this guy. I mean, guy. there's no way I could get him into the uh, Douche Hall of Fame, but I would, I would absolutely love to try. I don't deal with underlings. I must yeah. talk to Glenn and Glenn only. Uh, shut up. I mean, I never has Glenn accepted that policy with anyone. Uh, Glenn, says, Glenn says that's a first, but he is the king right now. My staff thought he I would say no. He is the king right now. But Glenn, I don't oh. have an ego with these things. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Okay, when he, by the way, when he says, <laughs> okay. when he says my staff thought I would say no, I think that's largely me, by the way. I mean, maybe, that's largely you. Um, and, I, and I stand by it. I think it's a terrible decision. The, the, Donald Trump wants Glenn to come kiss his ring because, it, as Glenn even wrote, Trump is the king. And the, the idea that we would bow down before this buffoon to get him on the air is, is it's a little absolutely ridiculous to me. I want and look, it's not though. my policy to make. Mm -hmm. Pat agrees with it because Pat wants him on the air so bad. I do. But, I mean, I, uh, you know, we're just bowing down before him. Screw him. Screw this idiot buffoon. <laughs> he can call, I don't go on everyone else's show and lie and talk over people. Mm -hmm. I, it's, I, I don't need it. Do we need it? I don't need this guy on the air. Nope. Uh, but Glenn apparently wants to, so it's his show, his network. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't been on my Patton Stu show uh, that mm. kind of rhymed a little bit, didn't it? It did. Didn't it? Mm. Yeah, Stu and two seemed to rhyme. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, it's, uh, it's us. And, um, and then tomorrow, of course, we'll be in Birmingham. Actually, we, we leave right after the show for Birmingham, Alabama, and hopefully uh, you'll be joining us there. And if not, are we actually carrying... Uh, any of it on on uh, on the Blaze? I think it's all the Meerkat thing, right? Maybe right. The Meerkat and then the Blaze stuff. is going to broadcast it. It's just kind of like later, later down. Yeah, I think okay. we're going to record it and play it later. But I mean, just the lot, the cost, especially when you're running. You know, we're, this is a, an event we're trying to raise money for people. Like the cost of doing that mm -hmm. would be so high. So we're going to keep it low, a little bit, low, uh, you know, uh, a little bit relaxed. You know, have you guys watching on Meerkat? We'll have something for you later on as far as the actual. Still be broadcast. pretty cool though. It'll still be it really will. cool. You'll be able to catch uh, like four different shots uh, from mm -hmm. the Meerkat. They've got the blimp shot and the, and the crowd shots. It'll be really yeah, cool. Yeah, Glenn said you could choose your shot yeah. from the blimp, which is really cool. Uh, that's great. Uh, retired generals, admirals are urging Congress to reject the Iran nuclear deal. And now, okay, I guess they're asking for war. Is that what they're? I guess they're. I guess they just want full-out nuclear war now mm -hmm. with Iran. These bastards. I, I, I've begged and I've pleaded with them to try to uh, join us in a peace effort, but they won't do it. They won't do it. There's only and, two uh, things. There's only do. two things, Stu. Mm -hmm. There is this deal, and, all and there's all-out nuclear war. Mm -hmm. That's all there is. Well, I, I should. You're not exactly. Uh, you know, not to criticize you, Pat, but you're not exactly mm. categorizing that right. There's all there's this deal, then okay. there's all-out nuclear war 
along with simultaneous all-out chemical and biological war. Okay. I, so I wasn't complete enough. You just weren't complete enough. I mean, right. we, we will I be using smallpox uh, attacks. Thank you for uh, filling in some of those details. <laughs> I just think it's, it's important to know how what traitorous bastards these generals and yes, generals yes, are. Yes, yes. That's what it's I'm important. saying. It's important. They want to give smallpox to regular Iranians. They do. And especially especially children. Oh, and they especially hate Iranian children and want them dead. Oh, my God. They want from them all dead. From smallpox. They want them all dead. Specifically. Uh, the... A group of nearly 200 of them sent a letter to Congress on Wednesday urging them to reject the deal. Just the 200, though? Just 200. Okay. The letter addressed to Republican and Democratic leaders in the Senate and the House is a response to one sent last week by three dozen retired military officers who support the deal. So they had 36 that they dug up uh, that they could find that, that somehow convinced or paid off, or maybe they found 36 liberals who said, yeah, this is a good deal. 200 then send this uh, to to Congress, mm. and uh, I don't know, you tell me. 200? Are you going to listen to 200, or are you going to listen to the 36 that they gathered well, together? Well, I mean, President Obama knows better than these guys. Well, clearly. see, they're not for peace, these people. They're not for, they're all for, they're for all-out nuclear and biological and chemical warfare. <laughs> yeah. That's so what they're for. Funny, too, because science is not something that should be run via consensus. <laughs> Um, however, uh, when, when there's a big number of scientists on one side of an issue, they are hmm. seemingly, at yes. least on some of them, I will say not all of the things uh, that science lines up with, they support. Uh, but uh, global warming, that's the only argument they make, is there's more people on this side than on that side. So yeah. therefore you should believe Always. us. That's for uh, sure. That's, that's not the point. case they're making with the generals. No, it's, <laughs> no. it doesn't <laughs> seem to be, does it? No. Uh, interesting. Also, we have this uh, uh, fun thing from UK Express, uh, ISIS karaoke. <laughs> Karaoke is the best Twitter account ever. Uh, apparently, they've taken pictures of ISIS members. So, yeah, real pictures of ISIS, and they've just applied some song lyrics that they that might be playing as you see them. Like this guy, he kind of could see that I don't think you're ready for this jelly could be playing <laughs> while he's making this face in this post. Would you say that's accurate? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, go back to him for a second. Oh, back one I, picture. I mean, I'd like to know what the real point of that photo was. Yes. What, it was, what is the real deal on the that? The George Costanza poster, maybe? That's, is that yeah, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. The, the mm. uh, very famous uh, picture of George Costanza, I think, in that very similar post. Can we get a side-by-side -side yeah. maybe made of those two? Because those are very similar. Yes, yeah. yeah. At least that's how I remember All it. right, then we have uh, this. <clears throat> come on, Vogue. Let your body move to the music. Hey, 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 come on, Vogue. Let your body go with the flow. <laughs> Pretty similar. <laughs> All right. Uh, then you've got uh, <laughs> this guy maybe doing some karaoke uh, with a little R.E.M. That's me in the corner, <clears throat> losing my religion. I, I could feel like that song. That could be what they're singing right there. Definitely. Uh, then we have uh, this photo. Well, you could tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> She called me Mr. Bum Boombastic. Yeah. Say me fantastic. Touch me and touch me and touch me in me back. She say I'm Mr. Romantic. Probably a little shaggy. That's uh, uh, something I'm mm -hmm. obviously unfamiliar with. Is that a rap song? Uh, ish. Yes. Ish. Uh, and then you got uh, Once Upon a Time I Was Falling in Love, but now I'm only falling apart. <laughs> I can see. Guy with a hook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my shirt, too sexy for my shirt, <laughs> so sexy it hurts. All right. Uh, and love. then the Love Shack, oh, yeah. a little place where we can 
get together. I feel like it's the guy in the V-52s, though. Uh, yeah. Hopping and a-kissing, dancing and a-loving. It's like that guy. <laughs> it's not the love shack part of that. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> and they're like, it's better than yours. Uh-huh. Uh all right. I like that. Uh-huh. There we got, uh, hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. And I can see that. <laughs> he looks a little angry for yeah, that does. particular song. I think we don't have the music. I mean, uh, what didn't we have? Don't we have the ISIS video with the goats? Oh yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. Come on, goat. Even if it's male. See, they they Edo wouldn't necessarily milk a goat if it was if it was male. This is the one that makes fun of ISIS. You sure about that? These are Kurds, right? Who are doing? Yeah, they're making fun of ISIS. Yeah. And Would the big like? insult they came up with was that they milk goats even if they're male. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite insults of all time. <laughs> they just don't know how to insult people. No, they people don't. In the Middle East. They just, <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. That's why they're always so violent. <laughs> yeah. Here's it. We have no knowledge in our brains. We just attack the sound of Sinjar. We have no knowledge in our brains. We scare women and children. Our caliph is bearded and our brains are upside down. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. Our hope is to kill. That's why we have. No future. We are ISIS. We are ISIS. We milk the goat even if it's male. We are ISIS. We are ISIS. We milk the goat even if it's male. That one was so good they went yeah, back to it. Good. Yeah. I will say, can you? Uh, That's I, good stuff. One of the best insults of all time is we attacked the town of Sinjar. Because when I think of like what what are the dumbest things you can possibly do, you're not going to attack the town of Sinjar. You know, and these guys did it. Which yeah, is amazing. Yeah, it really is amazing. Plus, <laughs> if you milk a goat, even if it's male, uh, you know that you're you're not milking the goat uh, anymore. You know, it's it's something it's, else. You're doing and, something uh, else right there, and uh, that hurt. That hurt ISIS. They that almost disbanded the group uh, when they saw that. Yes. Oh yeah, almost disbanded it. They barely held it together, mm -hmm. uh, and now they've forgotten about this video, so they're okay. But, uh, man, it was closer for a while after that insult. When that was fresh in their minds, Ooh. Oof, you don't want to mess with that. 888-727-BECK, uh, 888-727-BECK. Sometimes you, you just don't get the same kind of humor, you know, uh, from the old world as we do here in the new world. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why you don't see a lot of Kurdish comedians here in America. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you ever wondered... Why don't I see a lot of Kurds on TV? Well, you've been to Kurdapalooza, you know, right? I have not been to uh, Kurdapalooza. That's why. That's okay. why. He doesn't all even right. understand it. Because that's, that's almost all comedy music from Kurdistan. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Kurdapalooza is big. Big. I'm going to have to go this year. Oh, yeah. Last year, they had an entire barn made up of people dressed up like ISIS bilking goats. Oh, my God. Really? That yeah. were male. That were male goats. <laughs> oh, man. Those were male goats. <laughs> Hilarious. Do I have to go to Sinjar to see it? Oh, Hilarious. Wow. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost. It's a little bit more family friendly than people would say. Hey, they attacked the head of Sinjar. They don't go that far. Usually, no, like that, okay, they're not that good. edgy. Phew, so I can bring the kids. You can bring the kids. <laughs> I mean, they're going to make male goat jokes, but they're not going to go right. to Sinjar. Yeah, they're no, not getting into that. Yeah, there. that's too far. Maybe on some of the side stages. That's too far, but not on the main stage. Uh, did you see? Uh, <laughs> speaking of comedy, that that somebody uh, has proposed to do. Well, they're actually doing a Caitlyn Jenner Halloween costume. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw and that. And it's created a huge uproar. Um, it, Come on now. it sparked outrage on social media with many people expressing their distaste for the offering. Unisex costume being offered by Anytime Costumes, 
recreates Jenner's look when she debuted as a woman on the cover of Vanity Fair in June. Complete with shorts, a padded top, a wig, and a sash that reads, Call me Caitlin. And there it is, right? There. Come on now. That's good stuff. Uh, but people called it disgraceful, oh, hurtful, and transphobic, which is a word I'm beginning to enjoy a lot. Transphobic. Transphobic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, obviously if you do something like that, you're afraid of transsexual. It's actually the exact opposite. Yes. Uh, yes if you do is. that, you are definitely not afraid of transphobic, uh, tra transgendered people. Why, why is that any worse than a nurse or a, you know, you're making fun of a waitress or any other costume yeah. that you would wear? What, what's the difference? It's just a pop culture reference. I mean, right. You don't know, it's silly. Such it's, an uptight, uh, such so silly society. So, so not uptight about some things, and so mm -hmm. uptight about everything else. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I can understand if you're actually being mean and hateful, and and stopping someone from rising in an organization because of their sexual preference. There's lots of things that are actually bad. It's something to get excited about. To make a silly joke, it's like I always love this because like they put on um like Will and Grace is an example. Will and Grace comes on, and this is obviously years and years and years ago, and I believe Joe Biden said it was the most important thing that ever happened to gay rights. Mm -hmm. um, but w what was Will and Grace? It was just an excuse to make gay jokes. They just had a, they had Will on, who was, I think was, Will was the, was the main guy character, right? Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, and so he was gay, and uh, he was not stereotypical over the top, uh, right. How you would mock gay people back in those bad old days when we when people did those sorts of things and actually uh, cross lines in comedy, and then they had Sean, what's his face, who was just over the top gay, and they just made lots of gay jokes about him. Yeah. And then acted as if, yeah. well, it's okay for us to make gay jokes because we like gay people. Well, I, I mean, mm -hmm. the bottom line here is that you should be able to walk comedy over these lines like crazy. It's what comedy is. Yeah. You know, I mean, people will respect so much any comedian that will make fun of religion or will make fun of, uh, of things that are acceptable. The point of those things, the reason why people broke barriers with those things is because at that time they weren't. Mm -hmm. Acceptable. Mm -hmm. It was difficult to do them. Now, now, to me, now religious comedy is the laziest thing in the world because everybody does it. It's just lazy at this point. Mocking religion is the easiest thing in the world to do for comedians. Doing this sort of stuff is very difficult. Uh, Bill Burr was on a show uh, recently. Oh, uh, Bill. Uh, Bill Burr is a really funny uh, comedian and not not a conservative, but he was on. Um, I want to say it was Kimmel. Uh, could have been Fallon. One of those shows. And he was saying, he's like, look, you know, uh, you know, we when we see someone who shaved their beard off, they normally have a beard that shaved the beard off. You're like, holy crap, did you shave your beard off? But we're just supposed to walk in and say, oh, you're Caitlin. That's great. Wonderful. Great to see you. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. it's not it has nothing to do with mm -hmm. hating him for what's happened. Right. It has nothing to do with thinking he's recognizing it, a change. It is a change. And like the idea that we are hateful for slipping up and calling him Bruce or something it's so insulting to society and this weird culture that we've built that everyone's offended over everything. Well, of yeah. course it's noticeable. If it wasn't noticeable, there would be no show starring Caitlyn Jenner. It wouldn't have been a news story. You wouldn't have posted it. Of course it's noticeable. And the idea that we can point it out and have fun with it, my guess is even Caitlyn Jenner would be fine with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's, with people that's having why fun I thought that Kurt Palooza should have had Sinjar. They should have gone too over the far. line. <laughs>
you know should what? have gone over the Jeffy, line. Jeffy, don't even say that. Jeffy, there's, there's some bridges there. you just There are cross. kids at Kernapalooza. Yeah, yeah, and you can't yeah. do that. You can't do that. Oh, no. Are we playing it again? Die. If you have kids, Die. you may not want to see or listen to this uh, wonderful song. Can we get to see the video? You're not going to just play the music, are you? Oh, even attack the town of Sinjar. They milk it at their own roots, even if they're male. Even if they're male, Daesh, Daesh, we might attack the town of Sinjar. Daesh, that's going to be in your head all weekend long <laughs> yes. now. And we'll be performing that welcome. in Birmingham, part of Never Again is Now, uh, at the main stage. You'll see yeah. all of us on stage. Performing singing. that hit song. Oh, yeah. It's, you're going to be impressive. We didn't want to bring real ISIS people in to do it, but, uh, right. but we'll do it for you. So, there you go. By the way, we have a couple. This is a big uh, big break, big segment here. We've got a couple big announcements. No kidding. break. Uh, about programming, I think that you're mm. going to be interested in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So including uh, one at MSNBC. Yes. Uh, MSNBC has moved Al Sharpton's Amazing. Politics Nation to Sundays. A huge promotion for Al. Huge promotion. Now, you might remember a similar promotion was received by Ed Schultz, who then was promoted off the channel. Well, yeah, he was. Uh, well, he was promoted, promoted back. Well, well he, he was demoted. demoted back, and then he was promoted off the. So channel. he's promoted from prime time mm -hmm. in, during the week. Then he was then uh, promoted two weekends. Then mm -hmm. he was demoted back to five p.m. during the week, and now he's been promoted off the channel. <laughs> um, now Al Sharpton, because uh, that is exactly how he sold it. Al Sharpton. Now I, he, I have not heard Al actually try to sell this as I a promotion, although he has been promoted to Sundays uh, at eight a.m. because that's the time. Oh, it's eight in the morning. Yeah, it's like you know. Oh my God! Is there anyone watching TV? Like that's like. Um, <laughs> The only thing I can think of anyone watches at that time is breakfast at Wimbledon uh, once a year. Uh, people might wake up to watch a little tennis, uh, but no one, I don't even, that's about it. Uh, you just, you don't wake up on Sundays at 8 a.m. to no. watch the TV. No, you don't. Um, and if you do, you, you might be watching Cause I... Meet the Nation or Face the Nation or Meet the Press or one of those. Mm -hmm. I mean, are those on that early even? I don't think so. Uh, I think they're on later, right? Yeah, they're on later. Nine or ten in the morning. I mean, look, you can have some good... I mean, uh, busting on Jeffy, of course, because this show airs at 2 a.m. on Saturdays. What, now, what is your show on? Uh, 6 to 8? The 6 to 8, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And, and, of course, yeah, you yeah. actually oddly want to get up and do shows in the well, morning like an idiot. I mean, let's be honest, it's a terrible trait of yours. You mm -hmm. did morning radio for a long period yeah, of time. <laughs> so that show, of course, is on uh, blaze.com slash radio. But, I mean, you know, the, the Al thing is, I guess, apparently not, was not working out. This, uh, this is an interesting statement from Phil Griffin, who is the, uh, the head of the network president uh, at MSNBC. After four terrific years, or as Reverend Sharpton said, a full first term, 
Politics Nation is ready for its next chapter. Beginning on Sunday, October 4th, the show will move to Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. That is exciting news for Al, for the network, for everybody concerned. Because mm -hmm. after four terrific <laughs> years, we don't want you on in primetime anymore every night of the week. We want you on at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Mm. Congratulations, Al. He, he went on to say, I want to congratulate oh, Al and his team. For four years, they have done a terrific job bringing his voice in a big spotlight to issues of justice, civil rights, and equality. And as many of you know, the Rev never missed a show. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with a Sunday morning newsmaker program. <laughs> Me too. Mm. Who isn't? Can he mispronounce words as well as he did during the week? I don't know. He's got a long way to go to do the the Billabom thing. What what was it he did with uh, Michael Babo? With Michael Babo, which was spelled B I B. E A U X. I think that was an X. Think it was. There's no X. E A U. Uh, here's Michael Zihabiba. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. Say that one more time. Michael Zihabiba. <laughs> Michael Zihabiba. <laughs> Michael Zihabiba. If you say Michael's name three times, he actually appears. Michael Zihabiba. Beetlejuice! Beetlejuice! <laughs> it's so bad. Beetleba or Beelaba? There's no L in there. Hmm. There's no uh, second B in there. There's no well, there is a second B. Bibo, right? Oh, there was a second B. You're right. Beetleboo! Beetlebum, Beetlejuice, Michael Zeha, Beetlebob! I mean, it is seriously one of the worst mispronunciations in the history of television. Yeah. Uh, Bibo. One more time, yeah. Wade, if you could. Bibo. Michael Ziha Biliba. Biliba. <laughs> and his name, his middle name is was wrong, too. I don't remember what, it, what that no, was. No, it wasn't Ziha. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Michael Ziha Biliba. But... It's now, to so be fair, Al struggled with a number of other words, too. So he this wasn't, sure did. You know. He sure did. He and, sure did. And I think uh, it, as part of this uh, large promotion uh, to the weekend, mm -hmm. uh, maybe we should replay oh, uh, we his teleprompter issues. We should do that. Yes, uh, This is, of course, from, was it, uh, who was this? this is, oh, Washington Free Beacon did this. Yeah. Uh, this is months and months old, but they did such a good job with it, we need to play it again. Here it is, Al Sharpton versus the teleprompter. We much. We must. They're all jitty about a <laughs> shutdown. <laughs> the tortoise in the race. Then co-author of Hubris. You Hubris. two lead singer Bono. Fran Drescher. Sigourney Weaver. Suspect. Jahar Sanaev. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> the show Rush Lombard hosts Supreme <laughs> Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Is Mike, Sotomayor. Is Mike uh, Muckery yesterday Antonio Antonine Scalia, Kim Kardashian, and the Republican candidates of Cairo and Benghazi. We rank behind Lavita. First um, <laughs> Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan to college students in Beijing. He's getting lunch at Chipotle in Iowa. Bain is appropriate. The GOP's tax day wow. giveaway to millionaires. Why was traffic problems 
email sent. That's a good, good question. Environmental projection good question. agency. And what sequestration has done. <laughs> Here we go. <coughs> Douche <laughs> That right there. I <laughs> Why was traffic <laughs> problems email sent? That might be one of my favorite ones. <laughs> That's a great Why one. was traffic problems email sent? What do you think was on the teleprompter when he said that? I, I can't even... I don't know if we could if, ever decide. If you were going to try to come up with a, it would be like why, why were, were emails there? sent about the, the traffic, traffic problems? problems? But I mean, he Maybe. couldn't have possibly done right. Like he couldn't have flipped uh, him around like that. I don't know. Why don't know. was traffic problems, problems emails sent? sent. <laughs> that's what he tries to do, and that's one of his big, big issues. Is he tries to on the fly rework the sentence right. instead of just starting it over. And it doesn't. Yeah, and that's what happens with resist we much, and we will must. much about that be committed to Michael Ziha Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, that's amazing. Um, I, I guess the news has been met with some. Uh, some happiness was some agreement uh, amongst the MSNBC ranks. Even the Morning Joe show was uh, appreciative of some of these moves. Uh, here's what What's the first thing you think of when you think of Joe Scarborough? And then you have to sit there and read the sentence. <laughs> and go, you do? Oh, my God. How'd you do? What were some of the worst? Um, he works for MSNBC. He's oh. always the worst. <laughs> Not anymore, though, because no. things have changed. Thank things you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Uh, but that was the oh. best. This is the now. Thank you very much. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a legit. Wow. Joe. That's interesting. Well, it's hard. I mean, it's interesting. It, just personally for Scarborough, it's got to be difficult. Uh, just from the perspective of, like, while he's not, uh, you know, he's not necessarily my style of conservative, he's obviously a Republican. Uh -huh. And you can't have any credibility on MSNBC as a Republican. It's just, it's really difficult. Nope. I mean, uh, you know, nope. uh, you know, you can get through it. There's been too many attacks against conservatives from him. And too many... Uh, supportive things said about Obama because, as we've heard, like they are, uh, Joe and Mika are supposedly the first lady's favorite show, and she watches them every day. And so, mm -hmm. you know, when you know that, I, that's got to affect the way you deliver things, right? And I, I think it's affected him. I think it's affected the way uh, he looks at the news, the way he deals with these issues, his opinion on certain things. He, you can't help it when you're surrounded by everybody who's liberal to become more liberal. And I think he did. Just as when people who are liberal come here and they're surrounded by all of us conservatives, I think we rub off on them a little bit. I, I, we've noticed that over the years with many employees here. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, maybe that happened to him. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but pretty interesting. MSNBC is, uh, is That's canceling cool. three programs, The Cycle... So they've already canceled the cycle, now with Alex Wagner, 
and the Ed Show, and then of course now they're moving uh, Al Sharpton to weekends right. or the Michael Zihab Bilabal Review Show. Which I mean, this is how they have to get rid of Al Sharpton, though. You can't just kick him out the cannot. door. You cannot. You cannot mean, fire him. That's they, what we said from yeah. the very beginning. I mean, they, they've got to get rid of his show, but they can't because he'll he'll sue them. They had to so lay the groundwork with other shows before. Yep. Talk about how mm -hmm. bad the network is, how they're cleaning house. They I gave mean, him an even worse position than I thought they would. Though. Yeah. I thought they'd put him on like Sunday afternoons or something Sunday morning at 8 jeez it's a rough one that's it's a, a rough one, one. I mean, be, you know and it's like one of those things where uh, you know, the Glenn Beck uh, prediction machine um, we should mm -hmm. come on and say we've been talking about this because this is exact Jeffy's completely right they first of all they laid the groundwork with yeah. other shows first right. look we're making lots of changes you're just yeah. part of these changes then right. we're not that's removing your show we're putting it on the weekends and we're saying how important it is and over time my guess, my next guess, and the next step is he would become a really important contributor in which he will continue to receive money but not do a show. That's the next step in this little uh, sure transition. Is. But yeah. you can't just hire him and fire him, which is why you never hire him in the first place. I mean, you don't hire Al Sharpton because he can't read, but also because it's really hard to get rid of him when he does suck really and, badly. And it's interesting because they set all this groundwork, and then and then with the uh, we've had four Terrific years. In Never other words, a day. we've given this guy four freaking years. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's unbelievable. Four years we've put up with this. So they're showing that, hey, we gave it a good, long yeah, area. that's right. Yeah. Look, okay. we didn't pull the plug too quickly. We didn't quickly. pull the plug quickly. And we and still we want you have. on. And let's yeah. be, uh, don't, we're, we're promoting you to weekends. And, I mean, it's, it is hilarious. It's so obvious. Yeah. So obvious what they're doing. Triple eight seven two seven back. One more thing here uh, yeah. before we leave. A little uh, announcement here on the Blaze. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh, a little information. I don't think either of you even know yet, mm. uh, which is uh, the wonderful world of stew. Uh, Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. We've talked about this for many uh, for years since it was launched. It's canceled. Uh, it has been demoted to Friday nights at 8. What? It's been demoted now to oh. Friday nights at 8, a depressing development uh, for the oh, new season no. that comes up in September. Is there anyone we can talk to about that? Well, no. I mean, look, they obviously hate the show, so mm -hmm. they're doing the reverse of what they're doing with Al Sharpton, uh, but they're moving it into primetime on Fridays from late nights on Saturdays. Yeah, that can't stand. So, that that can't that's stand. exciting. That's depressing. That's yeah, no, it's actually great. exciting. That's yeah, should be cool. And that starts when? Uh, in September. I'm not sure the exact date, but uh, coming right. up uh, sometime. In a few, I mean, we're only a few weeks away. We're about, right. we've done a lot of work already on this season, and uh, there's a lot of actually really fun stuff I think you're really going to like. So, it starts up, uh, it's the first we're ever revealing that, uh, right here on the Patent Stew Program. Nice. Friday nights at 8, wonderful world of stew, coming up uh, in just a few weeks. And more Patent Stew coming up in a few minutes. Less than a few weeks. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. So which one comes first? Uh, the last So show. Okay. So, and Bobo is Biddly 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 Uh, hey, has Stu noticed something interesting about one of these ISIS pictures? Uh, of course, <laughs> ISIS uh, has pretty, they're pretty big on social media. They're pretty savvy, and, and they post a lot of pictures, and they do a lot of things. And 
somebody helped him out with some other captions to uh, some of the, <laughs> the postings. But we noticed this one guy and his pose, uh, which is right here, <laughs> which uh, ISIS karaoke, I don't think you're ready for this, Jelly. Uh, and there he is, posed a lot like... I thought George Costanza, the famous... <laughs> some similarities. It's not exactly the same. Not exactly the same, but uh, somewhat similar. I and mean, I can are. see there's something there. There's something there. Maybe... <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess uh, they added a bunch of new uh, words to the dictionary. They do this every once in a while. Um, what are some of the weirdest ones that are actually in the dictionary, the Oxford dic Dictionary now? Yeah. Um, the word manspreading. <laughs> it's apparently in there. I, I don't know what manspreading is. Oh, really? Is. Oh, really? So, like, if you're sitting in a seat, uh -oh. Jeffy is, does this naturally. Most people mm -hmm. do it. It's, it's seen as something that you do unintentionally. Or, are you, excuse me, is that you do intentionally to block people. So, like, if you're sitting mm -hmm. in a seat and uh, you don't want someone to sit next to you, you kind of... Kind of spread your legs, legs kind of like spread out. Think so big, Pat. Think, okay. you think, think big. big. You make yourself oh, big. Right. Now, Jeffy already is big. So he manspreads mm -hmm. without even intention. So you're encroaching on somebody else's space so that they won't sit next to you. Yes. Okay. You're trying it's to take up space. more. And so you're doing it intentionally. It's not just something that you just right. sit down and you normally right. sit that way. I will say that this is something I may have practiced occasionally on the train commutes <laughs> in New York City, mm -hmm. in which you kind of, well, mine was more of a computer spread, yeah. which you kind of like, you take your computer and like when you got to type, you just kind of, yeah. this is a comfortable typing position for most people, right? <laughs> and that's how you type. So you kind of like, ah, it looks like, ah, why am I going to sit there? There's mm -hmm. not a lot of room there. Right. I'm going to go to another seat. You were manspreading. I was manspreading a little bit. And there. that's now in the dictionary. So is awesome sauce. <laughs> I only know this from that dumbass commercial, which I hate. <laughs> what is that one about? It's, uh, I don't know. She calls, it's like, a, is it a credit card thing? And, and the one sister calls the other sister. And, yes, it is a credit oh, card thing. awesome sauce. Right. And the only person I know who says that is. My sister. Lisa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard awesome sauce other than that commercial. They put it in the dictionary. It, of course, means something extremely good or excellent. It means awesome. Yes, with it's sauce. Just, it's just, the word sauce like is just sauce that you yeah. put on uh, something. This one I've never even heard. Bants? Do people say bants? Um, B-A-N-T-S means uh, playfully teasing or mocking remarks exchanged with each other. Or they like banter. banter. But I've never heard anyone say bants never heard Anyone that. here heard that used ever? Anyone? Bants? Anyone? No, no. no. No, no one's ever no. Heard, heard it here. No, no one, no one. How no about, one here uh, said that. How about fat shame, which is a verb that uh, you cause someone to feel humiliated by making mocking or critical comments about their size. That's something we would never practice. Oh here. my, I hate that. Oh my gosh, I, mean, I you know, hate if you that do so that, much. You should think about. Oh, you're, you, you're like you're a bad person. You're just a bad person. I think Matt Walsh said that. He said, you know, if yeah, you, if you support Planned Parenthood, you're just not a decent person. Right. If, say, you if you fat, fat shame, shame, you're not a nice person. Now, that's why no, we, you're not. we always... No, you're not. That's when, why we are so respectful of this fatso over here. Right. He's Maybe gigantic, and we, and we don't, we don't tell Some him. Some people that. call him gigantor. Yeah. And, uh, we don't, a, we don't add word. on to that, no, no, because we don't want to fat shame. <laughs> right. Uh, we never try to make Jeffy feel bad about, about his, being his so fat. hideous obesity. Right. Um, and that's why we call him... Um, uh, uh, overweight. overweight instead of right uh, instead of fat shaming we just mentioned that he might be 
overweight. Well, which I, is I really, appreciate you guys it's just so much. Helpful. It's helpful that way. It's not fat shame. <laughs> a lot of times people don't understand, like, the joke. Mm -hmm. he, Jeffy will be like, oh, wait a minute, I don't understand that comment. And, mm -hmm. and what we try to communicate to him is what they're saying basically is that, is that you're, you're overweight. That's what they're saying. Uh, so, so yeah, there's no fat shaming whatsoever. Not at all. Going on here. How about uh, cakeage? Now, that sounds awesome. Cakeage. Um, on, it says a charge made by a restaurant for serving cake that they have not supplied themselves. I don't, I've never, again, never heard of that. Me neither. Me neither. A charge made by a restaurant for serving a cake they have not supplied themselves. Yeah, I guess I skipped over a couple there, too. Sorry for about the numbers. Um, um, how about Brexit, Brexit, which is a term for the potential hypothetical departure of the UK from the European Union? Yeah, because oh. there's a Grexit too. Oh, um, like Britain's Greece, exit. Yeah, Britain's exit. Brexit. Greece's exit. Um, I like that. That's good. That's pretty good. Uh, bruh. It's like bro, but you're yeah, lazier. Bruh. What up, bruh? <laughs> it's a bruh. I don't like that one. Bruh. I don't like it. Don't, don't ever. It's already in the dictionary. Bruh. We can use it, bro. Uh, Fatberg. It's a very, uh, very large mass of solid waste in a sewage oh, system. Geez. So it's like where that came from. It takes right me back to the fat right shaming yeah. thing. Yeah, which we would never do, fortunately. Uh, consisting especially <laughs> of congealed fat and personal oh hygiene project, pr products that have been flushed down toilets. Oh, that's gross. How do you, why that's would a you, fat berg? Why would you ever flush congealed fat down a toilet? What, what, what are you supposed to do with it? I don't have a lot of congealed <laughs> fat laying around the house, frankly. Mm. I'm just uh, so I don't no. do anything with it because I don't have any. Looks like I blew the Grexit because Grexit's also on this list, and I already told you that, <laughs> that Grexit is. And what is that? Exit. What it's would that the, be? It's the exit Grexit. of Greece from the European <laughs> Union. So that would be like a uh, uh, like a combination of Greece, Greece and Exit. And exit. Mm -hmm. That's what they did with right. Brexit. How about hangry, which is you're bad-tempered yeah. or irritable as a result of hang hunger? I will say Something that we is are here almost all, all my. It's just my basic state. <laughs> yes, uh, like, that's just how <laughs> I. Where's I, the food? That comes from our hangriness. Yes. It's it. it's seriously true. You do because that mm. stupid Snickers campaign where like they have somebody really who looked those. and then they those. they eat the bite of Snickers and they feel better. Um, that's real. That's a real thing. Real. I don't know that Snicker, a Snickers bar Snickers. doesn't necessarily no. fill me up, no. although it's bad. No, it's a good delicious. campaign ad. But the, the, the object of hangry, being hangry, and actually tr that happens every day. Well, I mean, I mean one yes, of the reasons it happens day, to you here. is that you're, uh, uh, over, I don't know how to put this. Over, <laughs> uh, overweight, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe you would put it that really way, like the so that we won't fat shame you. Know, That's why we you. said you were Thank just you um, uh, over <laughs> overweight. So, uh, are you planning? What's your plan for uh, Birmingham as far as food goes? Are you going to be uh, shoveling it down, or what? You got any plans down there? Like any rest specific restaurants you're going to hit? <laughs> I don't know. Amber's found a couple places I will already. Say, I, that's why I bring it up is because <laughs> Jeffy's wife has emailed me with like multiple uh, restaurant options in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> that are veggie places? I think some of them think were kind of, of friendly for me, are, but yeah. I would assume Jeffy's getting the other uh, uh, yes. grouping <laughs> of uh, places. But it's kind of funny that, like, that is what you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, vacations are just excuses to eat food at other places. Mm -hmm. All the other stuff is supplemental to what you're doing. You're just going Yeah, yeah, never again is now. Where's the Birmingham ribs? Where do we get the ribs with the white it's sauce? So Let's true. go. It's like, never again is... <laughs> 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 
That is really all it's going to be. But uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be great. Are you going to? Uh, you excited about the event at all? I am. We kind of. Mm -hmm. It's weird. We had this kind of a strange build to this one because Glenn yeah. was out for a month, mm -hmm. and then there's been so much big news that's happened, kind of leading Royal up to King. it. Yeah. Um, you know, I know there's going to be obviously thousands and thousands of people there, but it's kind of be a. It's, it's a different vibe leading up to this. Like I remember leading up to restoring love or uh, restoring um, honor. Like, those were just, like, in, in crazy intense, yeah, like, everything going on. Like, here, it's just, like, it's a different vibe. Remember Restoring Restoration? That was, uh, that was a different vibe. Was that Restoration Hardware? Y yeah. That was. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that was, that was a nice... Uh, mm -hmm. Did we restore it? We did. Okay. We restored the restoration mm -hmm. process. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to coming up. Restoring furniture. Mm -hmm. Which was uh, restoring yeah. furniture. It wasn't as good. No. Not oh, no. no. That was a failure. Eight say. people showed up for that. Yeah, that's just work. I mean, yeah. that's just, and we weren't paying them. Um, Nobody really wanted to do that. No. He's weird. By the way, Spoon's coming up next. Restoring hunger. Yes. Wait, no, no. Restoring and hunger. Okay. Restoring fullness. Nicely done, Jeffy. Thank you. Uh, Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven. Beck, what's oh, what's the problem? Oh, no. We got. Are you are you guys here. part of the class action lawsuit uh, uh, about uh, the keyless ignition dangers? I mean, you have keyless ignition on your yes. cars, right? Yeah, yeah, where you just push the button. Um, there's been deaths because what? of the uh, carbon monoxide dangers. Of this class action lawsuit now. Why are you laughing oh about gosh. people dying? Because I'm not monoxide. laughing about people dying. 13 people have died because the automakers concealed the risk of carbon monoxide poisoning. They for either turned it on by mistake in their garage, in their house, you know, with their keyless oh, remotes. Oh, okay. The wow. That's not the fault of the keyless oh. I will say that I have um, opened my trunk a few mm. times uh, mistakenly because I'm just I I've got done fat that a lot of and times. it's in my pocket. Yeah. And like I, so my, my, the fat gets into the button. Mm -hmm. And then just presses it, and then I walk out, and my trunk's open, which mm -hmm. is bad I've for Jeffy because the, the bodies are there's constantly like right. corpses. That's in there. why I don't. So know. that's not just keyless. That's that's a remote, remote control fund, yeah. where you which actually, I know Stu has because I mean he's yeah. talked about it starting his car when it's so hot. Yeah, because it gets to be like 120. Oh yeah, cause you're the one to complain about heat. <laughs> yeah, because you never complain that it's too hot. Um, yeah, no, I, I do that all the time, especially in Texas because it's yeah. 100. Mm -hmm. you know, it's 100 degrees anyway. Then inside your car, it's like 120. Yeah. So I will run my or car more. for 10 minutes, walk out to the car, and then it's it's still it's 95. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, just inside. under 100. Yeah, it's you know it's really bad. Um, so uh, it's interesting. So be careful. Yeah, be careful. Okay, yeah. be careful. Right. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, thank you for the warning. You and your family. Mm -hmm. and you're yeah, such a healthy person. Lawsuit. You're such a healthy person that I, I'm not surprised that you'd want to warn this because I mean you know when we talk about food, you're usually the one that's like no thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't. I, I'm too healthy. Can't do that. Well, Especially with things like this. I didn't eat anything today. I came right like, to work from the gym. So yeah. I need a little something. You uh, would never eat Lay's New York Reuben flavored right. potato chips. Yeah, these are the four. These are, uh, uh, what is it called? Every uh, year now they do flavor? this new flavor thing. And, and these are the finalists. We have New York Reuben. We yeah. got uh, uh, Southern Biscuits and Gravy. Biscuits mm, and Gravy? That's be potato chips? Mm -hmm. That's weird. You got uh, West Coast Truffle Fries. All right. And you have... Uh, gyro. Yeah. Greek Thank you gyro. for doing that so I didn't say gyro. Yeah. Um, so the interesting thing about this is, before we start, of course, you're just going to eat the Rubens. Um, so there's four flavors. And, you know, I, as you may know, I'm an annoying vegetarian. I don't eat uh, mm -hmm. meat. So there's... Uh, is usually one of these made with me? One of them has a meat ingredient in it. 
Really? One of them I cannot eat. Biscuits and gravy? I'm going to say it's got the sausage. I'm I don't gonna know. I'm going to say it's the Because uh, usually, usually things like, Ruby, you're going to say Ruby? Because usually the, uh, even meat-flavored potato chips, like barbecue ribs just potato chips, are, are just, yeah, they're just flavorings. That has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. Actually, the only one out of here that is not vegetarian... West Coast truffle fries. Oh, you're wrong. kidding! We Isn't that bizarre? It has both duck fat and chicken fat in it. Oh, I gotta have that. So I figured that would be a pat favorite. How's the Reuben? I don't think I'm a, a fan of a Reuben even when I eat meat. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big Reuben guy. Is it sauerkraut on it or something? Mmm. Yeah. That one's got like. Oh yeah. Corned like beef and cheese. Try that. I just want to try the biscuit. Oh no. I don't like. You gotta try it. You know, I'm well, I don't have to do You anything. have to try it. Okay, uh, I will say to me now. I will say I don't like I don't like. Isn't it rye bread or is it pumpernickel on a ribbon? No, mm. no. Rye. So rye. rye bread I don't like. Corned beef I oh, never like. I don't like sour. I don't like sauerkraut either. That's not bad. Uh, oh, I hate sauerkraut. That's the. Too uh, bad though. Oh, the okay, I like that one. What? Uh, so you didn't like Reuben? I do like the Ruben's wavy okay. truffle fries. Wavy truffle there. fries. Pat is on. Uh, this has got pig fat and duck fat. Duck fat and chicken fat. It's already good. Here is uh, Southern Biscuits and Gravy. And again, like, this isn't the type of thing well, I would order good. anyway. Yeah, bad. Would you order... So, you, I've, I've never in my life ordered uh, Biscuits and Gravy, but I... What? Uh-uh. I haven't. Have you? Are you from America? Yeah, but I'm not from the South. We don't do Biscuits, biscuits and Gravy and Gravy? Anymore. I, I mean, ordered it at restaurants? Yes. Ordered my wife to make it at the house? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. Well, you probably like these, then. This, uh, they have a kind of a sausagey pepper taste, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. well, that's good stuff. Um, have some of those. And then uh, I will say, Ooh, the flavors this year are not nearly as good as last year. Last year was like macaroni and cheese. Yeah, they were great. The, truffle, were, um, the truffle fries are not bad. These are, no, pretty, pretty good. good. You like the truffle fries the best? Yeah. And I mean, this is... Uh, duck fat. Where how can you go wrong? Greek town gyro, right? Yeah, gyro. Gyro. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sausage and gravy, good. Mm. I'm not a fan of any of these. I'll be honest. I don't like any of them. I don't really like that one. Mm. Really good. If I was going to say one of them, excuse me, one of them I would actually eat. The closest one would be the the biscuits and gravy. Oh, good. But jeez, I, I don't like any of these. What is this one? Oh, the I don't No, like, I mean I this like maybe it. makes sense considering they're all meat flavored. <laughs> maybe it's not exactly a shock. I wouldn't <clears> like them. <throat> yeah, no, not not exactly. Got food all over. You know what face. is kind of a shock though. That's Burger King and McDonald's working together on a hamburger. The McWhopper. Now, this um, hasn't actually happened yet. No. But Burger King has offered McDonald's a golden opportunity to come together and make one burger to rule them all. In the name of world peace. Isn't that... Oh, that's beautiful. Hmm. In the name of world peace. In a full-page ad uh, running... Uh, Running this coming Wednesday, or did it run last Wednesday in the New York Times and the Tribune in Chicago? Hometown paper of Illinois-based McDonald's. Fast food chain is proposing the McWhopper, a hybrid of each company's signature Big Mac and Whopper burgers. It's an awesome idea. Be sold uh, for one day in, pop -up, in, a, in one pop-up store in one city. That city Burger King is proposing would be Atlanta, a meeting point between uh, both companies' headquarters. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's a fun idea. I think that's really fun. Yeah. I would love to see that happen. I'd like to try it, too. But it's probably not that great because I don't like the burgers from McDonald's, and I don't like the burgers from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it could be d just delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 well, basically what you're getting there, though, let's be honest about it, is you're getting a Big Mac with tomatoes. 
Right. Probably, yeah. It's pretty much what or, you're getting. Or maybe the Big Mac is flame broiled. Okay. P perhaps. Perhaps. You know? But that's the thing that makes it difficult is, I guess you could do one of each because you've got two patties on the Big Mac. Either way, I will, I will hazard a guess it'll be overcooked and tasteless. <laughs> and made with carrageenan. What? No. Okay. What? What? Here's your chips. I give them all uh, failing grits. They're all about a D. Yeah.